Twelve folks at one oh six. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro show. It's AM thirteen eighty and ninety-nine point nine FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, which is depetro.com. Right now, uh, this portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, they're waiting for you. So very dramatic at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Let it, never mind, you have the uh, NFL playoffs that start next weekend. It's too bad that the Patriots are not going to be part of that. But at the same time, um, it was it was a, a tall task to, uh, I believe, that anyone, in fact, um, if anyone thought that they were going to... Um, go in and beat the Bills yesterday in Buffalo. But let's get to the big local story that has just rocketed, and that is the case out of Cohasset, Massachusetts, the South Shore. I was there Saturday. I was there Sunday. uh, Yesterday, excuse me. And then um, what was very, very dramatic was the fact that the husband, Brian, now I've kind of gone over the timeline a little bit. I don't want to be redundant, but I want to go to some of the sound that is out there. And some of the sound has to do with the fact of of what went down in court today. And what went down in court was obviously, you know, very, very dramatic. So let's go to um, this is what it sounded like when he was Brian Walsh, the husband was uh, being held in court today. Real game changer here, folks. Yes, good morning, Your Honor. Lynn B. Lynn for the Commonwealth. Your Honor, the charge before the court right now, the defendant is charged under the intimidation, that being misleading the police in the course of an investigation. The investigation is into the um, missing person of Anna Walsh. Anna uh, is the wife Anna. of this defendant. She's 37 years old. They have three children, two, four, and six. Anna Walsh was last seen on New Year's Day Anna. about uh, between 4 and 6 a.m. in the morning. The defendant indicated that she left the house to go. Um, she works in Washington, D.C. Uh, the defendant indicated in a subsequent interview that she left the house around 6 a.m. taking an Uber or Lyft to go to the airport um, where she was going to go to work uh, in D.C. That was the last time uh, she was seen. Uh, in the course of the investigation, um, police were notified around January 4th by her employees in Washington, D.C., that she had not shown up for work on January 4th. Uh, That was the first time that she was uh, notified that she was missing. Up until this point, the defendant had not notified anyone that she was missing. In uh, the investigation, it was determined that she actually had a plane ticket for January 3rd, which she did not use, and did not show up at the airport, nor her D.C. job or her apartment in D.C. it was indicated that the defendant, um, uh, they checked, uh, police checked during the course of this investigation. There was not a Uber uh, or any kind of lift Uber. that had picked her up on January 1st. Uber. Uh, in fact, in the course of the investigation, it was determined that her cell phone pinged in the area of the house, which is um, located on Chief Justice Cushing Way, that her phone pinged on the first and the second, which is after the defendant had said she had left. Additionally, the defendant right now was on uh, house arrest, uh, pending sentencing in federal court. Part of that probation and condition, he was to report his whereabouts if he was to leave the house. Um, he indicated, in, as part of the investigation, when police spoke with him, that on January 1st, he went to his mother's house. However, it took him a lot longer because he got lost. Yeah, a lot of people get lost going to their mother's house. He also solemnly indicated and stated to the police that he went to Whole Foods and CVS. Not true. Police uh, subsequently did surveillance and checked. There was no surveillance or indication that he went to Whole Foods, no CVS. Because he didn't. He indicated he purchased some items. There's no receipts for him having purchased that. He then returned home. Surveillance... uh, uh, was checked by several police during this time frame. These statements caused a lot of delay as part of the investigation. As police now were focusing on the North Shore. 
He further indicated that on January 2nd, as he was supposed to report in, that the only time he left is that he went to take his son for some ice cream. Surveillance checked during the investigation Live. indicated that defendant, in fact, on January 2nd, sometime after 4 o'clock, went to the Home Depot, uh -oh. um, which is in Auckland. He's on surveillance at that time, purchasing about $450 worth of cleaning supplies. Yeah, just that a few items. Mops, bucket, tops, Gloves. Um, T-Vex, uh, drop cloths, uh, as well as various kinds of tape. Oh. Uh, he's on surveillance at that time, uh, on January 2nd, even though he said he never left the house. Uh, police obtained a search warrant and actually searched the house um, with crime scene services. During that time, they found blood in the basement. Um, blood was found in the basement area as well oh. as a knife, which also contains some blood. Terrible. Um, Could you repeat that last sentence? Yes. Uh, in the basement, uh, crime scene services uh, recovered and found blood. In the basement area, in a section of the basement, there was also a knife that was found. On the knife, there was also blood. Ah. And part of the knife was damaged. Your Honor, um, these various statements caused a delay uh, in the investigation. To the point that during the time frame when he didn't report his wife and gave various statements, that allowed him time to either clean up evidence, uh, dispose of evidence, um, in causing a delay. Uh, as of this time, uh, Anna Walsh has not been found. Um, huh. So because of that, so Walsh is asking 500000 cash bail. At this time, these are the charges. Good morning, Your Honor. Mr. Walsh's wife has been missing um, since January 1st. And it is true that her employer um, contacted the police on January 4th. However, that was as a result of Mr. Walsh. Brian Walsh contacting the employer Ooh. to say, I haven't heard from my wife. Well, that's interesting. Um, the that's the first report of that. that. Their security team, who was a former law enforcement officer, uh, contact both the Cohasset Police and, and the DC Metro Police, which he did. Mr. Walsh has given several interviews. We have consented to searches of his home. We have consented to searches wow. of his property. Not exactly. We have consented to searches of his cell phone. I negotiated with a and um, as Your Honor knows, Rockland Home Depot was right next to Norwell. Um, if in fact he was there, it was, it was next in the town next to him. With respect um, to the other alleged omission is that he was in Brockton and um, Abington. They don't have him stopping anywhere in those areas as far as the police report says. Um, he did say that he took his son out twice on um, the second. He is on home confinement. He has a bracelet on him. Um, there's, this is a violation has been um, noticed of him. So if he um, leaves here, he will, there's a federal detainer. He will be taken to federal court. And I would suggest that on the bail violations in federal court, the appropriate place to decide those conditions of release is, is in the federal court. Mm. I would ask uh, for low bail or no bail and to let the federal courts um, decide this. Decide this. Um, he's not going anywhere. He hasn't gone anywhere since January 1st. He's been in the house. That's true. He's been in the house with police almost 12 hours a day. I've been at the house with him with police for at least eight hours a day. Well, not yesterday, but um, yesterday the police were at his house and he was at my home. Um, but oh, Friday wow. and Saturday, I was so at that's his where house he was. for at least eight hours um, with police officers present. So it's not that he's been there changing evidence um, or somehow impeding the investigation. The charges are he neglected to, to mention that he went to Abington and Brockton and that he neglected to mention that he was at a Home Depot. I suggest on those charges for um, 
regular person, as everybody has to be treated, um, that that would be a no-bail situation. The with respect to violation of conditions of his federal bail, that is most appropriately dealt with in the federal court. Thank you very much, Your Honor. Bail is set at $500,000 of cash, $5 million surety. Get a 30-day date, Ms. Miner, please. On what date would you like? You tell me. Any, any date he would be, uh, we would do this by teleconference from the House of Correction. Once again, this was Brian Walsh, Marine. Again, good afternoon, folks. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. No, right now it's 117, 117 on this Monday. Very dramatic developments in this case regarding. Brian Walsh. And the big headline that came out of it is, in essence, the the fact that they found the bloody knife in the basement and the, the Home Depot the next day. Now, what we don't know, now, Tracy Miners, you heard, she's a very aggressive attorney. She, um, I, well, I, again, um, I, I want to play some more sound. This portion, folks, of the John DePietro Show on this Monday, folks, don't forget, it is brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. It's limitless what you can do with your outdoor area. Call them today. Get a free quote. 401-580-1852. 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors. They specialize in patios, walkways, steps, outdoor kitchens, Landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installations, excavation, limitless outdoors. They can also offer indoor stone veneer services. They can update your indoor fireplace or your kitchen. Do you maybe want to have more of an outside area to enjoy outside your home? Call today the based in Smithfield free quote 401 580 1852 401 580 1852 for limitless Outdoors. Now, yesterday when I was in Cohasset, I did see uh, Ted, Ted, um, well, I want to play the sound of it. Um, he is a, a great reporter. And Ted Wayman was on scene. And I think he's right now just one of the best um, reporters out there for Channel 5 in Boston. So I want to hear his his piece. He was at the courthouse today. I think a, a fair question, this was in Quincy. I think the question to ask is where, let's hear this. This is Ted Wayman. Anna Walsh has not. Oh, hold on, folks. Here we go. Seen since January 1st, but today this case got a whole lot more complicated since her husband is now the target of this investigation. Oh, yeah. This morning started with Brian Walsh being taken in handcuffs from Cohasset Police Department to his arraignment at Quincy District Court. Once there, he was charged with misguiding a police investigation and intimidating a witness. Walsh's wife, Anna, went missing on New Year's Day and has not been seen since. Prosecutors say he didn't report her missing, but rather it was her employer that reported her missing on January 4th. This weekend, investigators got a search warrant for inside the Walsh home, and prosecutors say that's where they found traces of blood. Blood in the basement. Um, blood was found in the basement area, as well as a knife, which also contains some blood. Prosecutors go on to say Walsh is on surveillance video at a local Home Depot on January 2nd, buying a list of items. He's on surveillance at that time, purchasing about $450 worth of cleaning supplies. That would include mops, bucket, tops, um, T-Vex, uh, drop cloths. Uh, as well as various kinds of tape. After a brief arraignment, Walsh, who was awaiting sentencing on a separate federal case, was ordered held on a half million dollars cash bail. 
On that separate note, Brian Walsh was awaiting sentencing on a separate unrelated federal case. And because of that, he was under house arrest and wearing an ankle bracelet that will likely play into his whereabouts since January 1st. But for now, he's being held on a half a million dollars cash bail at Norfolk County House of Correction. Quincy, I'm Ted Wayman, WCDB, News Center 5. I mean, is this guy unbelievable or is this guy unbelievable? He's got the ankle bracelet on as he's trying to get rid of his wife's body. What a disgrace. Now, something also was very significant. I want to go back to the court where it sounds like he was trying to convince the people. He called his work, her work, excuse me. Folks, at 121, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, that was his attorney that said, Tracy Miner that said, it sounds like he called her work and was trying to get their security people to investigate her down in D.C., If I heard that correct, and I want to play that again, that's what that sounds like, that he was trying to get her work people to focus on on that. And that's why he did call them. But he was trying to say, yeah, I can't, um, I can't, uh, you know, locate her. So I want to hear this. Hear this again, because that's what it it sounds like. And that's a little more insight into what he was trying to do there. I want to I know it's a little lengthy, but I want to play the whole thing again. It's good sound. Which is after the defendant had said she had left. Additionally, the defendant right now was on uh, house arrest, uh, pending sentencing in federal Folks, court. this is the prosecutor this morning in Quincy. He was to report his whereabouts if he was to leave the house. Um, he indicated in, as part of the investigation when police spoke with him that on January 1st, he went to his mother's house. However, it took him a lot longer because he got lost going to his mother's house in Swampskin. He also publicly indicated and stated to the police that he went to Whole Foods and CVS. Police uh, subsequently did surveillance and checked. There was no surveillance or indication that he went to Whole Foods nor CVS. He indicated he purchased some items. There's no receipts for him having purchased that. He then returned home. Surveillance uh, uh, was checked by several police during this time frame. These statements caused a lot of delay as part of the investigation as police now were focusing on the North Shore. He further indicated that on January 2nd, as he was supposed to report in, that the only time he left is that he went to take his son for some ice cream. Surveillance checked during the investigation indicated that defendant, in fact, on January 2nd, sometime after 4 o'clock, went to the Home Depot, um, which is in Portland. He's on surveillance at that time, purchasing about $450 worth of cleaning supplies. That would include mops, bucket, tops, um, T-Vex, uh, drop cloths, uh, as well as various kinds of tape. Uh, he's on surveillance at that time, uh, on January 2nd, even though he said he never left the house. Uh, police obtained a search warrant and actually searched the house um, with crime scene services. During that time, they found blood in the basement. Um, blood was found in the basement area, as well as a knife, which also contained some blood. Um, Yes, uh, in the basement, uh, crime scene services uh, recovered and found blood in the basement area, in a section of the basement. There was also a knife that was found. On the knife, there was also blood, uh, and part of the knife was damaged. Your Honor, um, these various statements caused a delay uh, in the investigation to the point that during the time frame when he didn't report his wife and gave various statements, that allowed him time to either clean up evidence, yep. uh, dispose of evidence, That's right. um, and causing a delay. Uh, as of this time, uh, Anna Walsh has not been found. No. Um, so because of that, the Commonwealth is asking 500000 cash bail. Now listen time, to when this is the prosecutor, but I want to hear want you to hear the Good attorney. Tracy Miner has been missing um, since January first, and it is true that her employer 
um, contacted the police on January 4th. However, that was as a result of Ready? Mr. Walsh, Here we go. Brian Walsh, contacting the employer to say, I haven't heard from my wife. Um, the employer suggested that their security team, who was a former law enforcement officer, uh, contact both the Cohasset Police and, and the D.C. Metro Police, which he did. Mr. Walsh has given several interviews. We have consented to searches of his home. We have consented to searches of his property. We have consented to searches of his cell phone. I negotiated with David with a assistant district attorney, to promote you, um, Lynn Beeland, on the terms of that to protect the attorney client. He has, been, he has been incredibly cooperative. The charges are not anything relating, uh, uh, he's not charged with murder. He's charged with uh, misleading investigators by not saying, uh, as I understand it, he went to Home Depot um, in, in, Nor well, in Rockland. He did say he went to press in um, Norwell. And um, as Your Honor knows, Rockland, Rockland, Home Depot was right next to Norwell. Um, if in fact he was there, it was, it was next in the town next to him. With respect, that was his um, cover for it. To the other alleged omission is that he was in Brockton and um, Abington. They don't have him stopping anywhere in those areas, as far as the police report says. Um, he, he did say that he took his son out twice on um, the second. He is on home confinement. He has a bracelet on him. Um, there's, this is a violation has been um, noticed of him. So if he um, leaves here, he will, there's a federal detainer. He will be taken to federal court. And I would suggest that on the bail violations in federal court, the appropriate place to decide those conditions of release is, is in the federal court. I would ask uh, for low bail or no bail and to let the federal courts um, decide this. Decide this. Um, he's not going anywhere. He hasn't gone anywhere since January 1st. He's been in the house. That's true. He's been in the house with police almost 12 hours a day. I've huh. been at the house with him with police for at least eight hours a day. Not in the basement, well, though. But um, yesterday, the police were at his house, and he was at my home. Um, but Friday and Saturday, I was at his house for at least eight hours um, with police officers present. Yes, so he's sitting there with an attorney with him. They're changing evidence um, or somehow huh. impeding the investigation. The charges yeah, because that's common. To, to mention that he went to Abington and Brockton, and that he neglected to mention that he was at a home depot. I suggest on those charges. Um, Is that amazing? As everybody has to be treated, um, that that would be a no-bail situation. That with respect to violation of conditions of his federal bail, that is most appropriately dealt with in the federal court. Thank you very much, Your Honor. Now, there's a lot there. I want to come back on that. Now, what's significant about that is, number one, yeah, he's cooperating, uh, cooperating as he's sitting there with attorney Tracy Minor, who is a big criminal defense attorney in Washington. Oh, yeah, he's sitting there cooperating. If he's cooperating, why is he sitting there with a criminal defense attorney by his side? You know, that's the first time we heard of that as well. Huh. Yeah, he's cooperating. All right. But I come back to so he called them. He called her workplace and said, why don't you have your investigative person investigate her down there? Let me just hear that piece again. However, that was as a result of Mr. Walsh, Brian Walsh, contacting the employer to say, I haven't heard from my wife. Um, the employer suggested that their security team, who was a former law enforcement officer, uh, contact both the Cohasset Police and, and the D.C. Metro Police, which he did. Mr. Walsh has given several interviews. We have consented to searches of his home. We have consented to searches of his property. We have no choice. We have consented to searches of his cell phone. I negotiated with a uh, first assistant district attorney to promote you. Um, 
Folks, good afternoon at 1.30. Let me just pull up Home Depot in Rockland. Now, he's trying to, she's trying to say that, well, but you can also kind of read into the explanation that he was trying to put out. Oh, yeah, I, I, um. Where did he say he was? You know, I went by that yesterday because it's right in, obviously, Plymouth County. He was trying to say, oh, it's right next door in Norwell. Well, actually, the Home Depot, I guess it's on the Norwell line. But Cohasset, when you it's when you're coming out of Cohasset. So I went up Route 3. I must have gone. No, I took the exit beforehand. And then it depends on how. Oh, okay. I would actually go 3 to 3A, which then brings you into Cohasset, right? Or did I? Nonetheless, excuse me. No, he was trying to say that he was in Norwell. He was actually at the Home Depot. In Rockland, which is right below Hingham. So when you're looking at the south shore of Massachusetts, right off of Route 3, you have Hanover, and then you have Rockland. And then um, as you continue towards the water is where then you get, oh, I see. Hingham. Hull is not far from Cohasset. So you have Cohasset and then the father at a house in Hull of which he he is in court because of his actions trying to sell the father's house and basically looting his father's house after his father passed away. Hull is farther north from Cohasset. So he didn't go that far. You know, I think I did go past that, actually, because then I'm seeing I must they they send you the way I went. I actually went through Hingham and then you enter Cohasset that way, I believe so. But anyhow, um, the so his attorney's trying to say, well, actually, he was right next door in Norwell. Well, it's it's really nowhere near that. Folks, good afternoon at one thirty three. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Boy, what a turn of events regarding this case. It started with the missing person that we heard about. All right, let me see now some other things. Little boys haven't seen mom in a week. Brian Walsh, attorney, described many hours police have spent inside the home. Visible investigative work draining their backyard pool. Frightening evidence found in the family home. Now dad in handcuffs. Very, very sad for those three boys. No question. But you can't have the father with them. Right? You can't. But the big bombshell today is prosecutors acknowledged in court. They found blood in the basement of the home with a a knife and the knife had been damaged and then they also he purchased $450 worth of cleaning supplies the day after she was last seen so um, prosecutors say Walsh told police she left the house in an Uber to Logan New Year's morning at 6 a.m. investigators revealed her phone was still pinging inside the house on New Year's Day in the second. So her phone, wherever it is now, was pinging inside the home on that Monday. So what does that tell you? It means that, sadly, it sounds like she was inside the home. 
Walsh will stay in state custody unless he posts bail. But then even if he does do that, he could be taken into custody by federal agents for violation of house arrest. Pled guilty to selling fake Andy Warhol paintings. So this nutcase, and he is, what an absolute zero. You know, it's so sad. He's got the big fat face and... Poor Anna, who's so uh, dynamic and thriving, really. And I'm sure was trying to say, hey, listen, I'm out of here. And um, I'm going to move the boys to Washington, D.C. with me. And and instead, he wasn't he just wasn't going to have it. So let me hear. I think this is WBZ uh, TV report. This decision makes Chelsea the first public school system in the state. Nope, I'm wrong. All right. Well, I'll find more on this. Let me find. Um, boom, boom, boom. Let's see. Uh, folks, and again, good afternoon. Here we go. I said, well, all the, all the local. Um, Arrest of Idaho students' murder suspect brings a great sense of relief. Boy, another one. So there he was in Rockland. Take his son for ice cream. He was seen in surveillance video. That was a week ago today at Home Depot. No. They are staying at that house. Just the fact, the way he's like grinning almost as they're leading him around. Uh, handcuffed getting into the car. I won't say he was smiling, but he doesn't look like a guy that's concerned about his missing wife. That's for sure. So, Brian Walsh. She never got into a, an Uber. And I think there's a lot of key evidence here, including her, her um, phone was still pinging at the house on Monday. That doesn't sound good. Um, so I want to go back to folks. What a just um, incredible turn of events just over the past couple of days. And um, well, now, as I said, I want to recap here. It, it certainly just sounds tragically that right now all that remains is they can, if they now they just need to try to find what he did with her, that she's clearly not alive and not with the bloody knife. We don't know what that conversation was, but unexplained trip to Home Depot, 450 on cleaning supplies the day after his wife went missing. That is reminiscent of Scott Peterson and Lacey Peterson. So now I know that a lot of people are playing this um, audio that uh, Barstool's got. Exclusive audio of him, Brian Walsh. He was calling various people, leaving voicemails that he was looking for the wife. This is what it sounds like. Brian Walsh, I hope all is going well. Um, I was just, just reaching out to basically everybody I could. Um, Anna hasn't been in touch for a few days. Uh, we, um, I was supposed to work today. She hasn't been in. She went to the house uh, and she wasn't there. It looks like she's been there recently. So, um, just wondering if you've spoken to her uh, in, in the new, uh, you know, recently, like on Sunday or or the last two days. Um, just so let me know or if you know anyone that might have that contact with her. Uh, just uh, you know, calling everyone. So uh, sorry to bother you. Sure, everything's fine. And uh, yeah, you can so that's the uh, husband. They got a hold of that. So he was leaving that voicemail. You know, I know people are saying he sounds casual. I think he's trying to sound casual. Like, oh, you know, it's probably fine. We're just not exactly sure where she is. Now, we don't know when he left that, by the way. But it sounds like that was left maybe Wednesday or Thursday. But 
at this point now, obviously, um, just unbelievable developments regarding Anna Walsh and and that the fact that of what they found, the evidence, this doesn't sound several things. It certainly doesn't sound like it was planned. This guy doing this while he's on home confinement, as a matter of fact, while he's on home confinement. I mean, this is absolutely this is the mindset you're dealing with. So he actually thought he could get away with this while he's on home confinement. And and they have are able to track all all of his movements is defies logic. But like many times, like who knows? Um, we don't know what was being said. I mean, there's a lot we don't know. Yeah, I, I just believe that this is going to come down to you know, I, and I don't blame her. She's had it. Who wants to be around this this loser? He is. He's a thief. He's a loser. She was trying to get away from him. And he wasn't going to have it in any way. So, folks, good afternoon at 141. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to go back to this is the audio of the day. So Brian Walsh was in court this morning. The prosecutors certainly um, blew open this case with with what they found in the in the house that's really what determined amongst other things right that her phone was still pinging and his he is being held in jail he's going to remain to be held in bail in jail excuse me so i i they they want to keep an eye on him let alone he's you know got the three boys ages two through six He's a psychopath. So this is what it sounded like this morning in Quincy Court, uh, District Court. Do you understand that charge was Walsh? Yes. I'll hear from the Commonwealth. Yes. Good morning, Your Honor. Wendy. Wow. Commonwealth. Your Honor, the charge before the court right now, the defendant is charged under the intimidation, that being misleading the police in the course of an investigation. The investigation is into the um, missing person of Anna Walsh. Anna uh, is the wife of this defendant. She's 37 years old. They have three children, two, four, and six. Anna Walsh was last seen two, on New Year's Day about uh, between 4 and 6 a.m. in the morning. The defendant indicated that she left the house to go. Uh, she works in Washington, D.C. Uh, the defendant indicated in a subsequent interview that she left the house around 6 a.m. taking an Uber right. lift. She never the left the house. Uh, where she was going to go to work nope. uh, in D.C. That was the last time uh, right. she was seen. Uh, in the course of the investigation, um, police were notified around January 4th by her employees in Washington, D.C. that she had not shown up for work on January 4th. Uh, that was the first time that she was uh, notified that she was missing. Up until this point, the defendant had not notified anyone that she was missing. In, uh, the investigation was determined that she actually had a plane ticket for January 3rd, yeah. which she did not use. She wasn't traveling on Monday. She did not show up the airport nor her D.C. job or her apartment in D.C. She has a beautiful um, townhouse, by the way. It was indicated that the defendant... Um, uh, what a loser. They checked, uh, police checked during the course of this investigation. There was no oh, Uber so terrible. Uh, or any kind of lift that had picked her up on January 1st. Uh, in fact, in the course of the investigation, it was determined that her cell phone pinged in the area of the house, which is uh, located on Chief Justice Cushing Way, that Guy. her phone pinged on the first and now, and now the what? second, now, the, the which after said she had left. Additionally, the defendant right now was on uh, house arrest, uh, pending sentencing in federal court. For forgery. Out of that probation and condition, he was to report his whereabouts if he was to leave the house. Um, 
He indicated, in, as part of the investigation, when police spoke with him, that on January 1st, he went to his mother's house. However, it took him a lot longer because he got lost oh, going okay. to his mother's house. Yeah, because that Moscow. makes sense. He also solidly indicated and stated to the police that he went to Whole Foods and CVS. Yeah, no receipts. Uh, subsequently did surveillance and checked. There was no surveillance or indication that he went to Whole Foods, no CVS. What a liar. He indicated he purchased some items. There's he no didn't receipts purchase that anything. Haven't purchased that. He then returned home. Surveillance uh, uh, was checked by several police during this time frame. These statements caused a lot of delay as part of the investigation as police now were focusing on the North Shore. A lot of zero. He further indicated that on January 2nd, as he was supposed to report in, that the only time he left is that he went to take his son for some ice cream. Another lie. Surveillance checked during the investigation indicated that defendant, in fact, on January 2nd, sometime after 4 o'clock, went to the Home Depot, um, which is in Portland. He's on surveillance at that time, purchasing about $450 worth of cleaning supplies. There you that go. That would include mops, bucket, tops, wow. um, uh drop cloths, uh, as well as various kinds of tape. Uh, he's on surveillance at that time, uh, on January 2nd, even though he said he never left the house. Uh, police obtained a search warrant and actually searched the house uh, with crime scene services. And during that time, they found blood in the basement. Uh, blood was found in the basement area, as well as a knife, which also contained some blood. Um, Could you repeat that last sentence? Yes. Uh, in the basement, uh, crime scene services uh, recovered and found blood. In the basement area, in the section of the basement, there was also a knife that was found. Oh. On the knife, there was also blood, uh, and part of the knife was damaged. Your Honor, um, these various statements caused a delay uh, in the investigation to the point that during the time frame when he didn't report his wife and gave various statements, that allowed him time to either clean up evidence, uh, dispose of evidence, um, in causing a delay. Uh, as of this time, uh, Anna Walsh has not been found. No. Uh, so because of that, the Commonwealth is asking 500000 cash bail. At this time, so sad. Good morning, Your Honor. Mr. Walsh's wife has been missing um, since January 1st. And it is true that her employer um, contacted the police on January 4th. However, that was as a result of Mr. Walsh, Brian Walsh, contacting the employer to say, I haven't heard from my wife. Um, the employer suggested that their security team, who was a former law enforcement officer, uh, contact both the Cohasset Police and, and the D.C. Metro Police, which he did. Mr. Walsh has given several interviews. We have consented to searches of his home. We have consented to searches of his property. We have consented to searches of his cell phone. I negotiated with a Assistant District Attorney, I to promote you, um, Lynn Beeland, on the terms of that to protect attorney client. He has, been, he has been incredibly cooperative. The charges are not anything relating, uh, he's not charged with murder, he's charged with uh, misleading investigators by not saying, as I understand it, he went to Home Depot um, in, in, Nor well, in Rockland. He did say he went to press in um, Norwell. And um, as Your Honor knows, Rockland Home Depot was right next to Norwell. Huh. Um, if in fact he was there, it was, it was next in the town next to him. With respect um, to the other alleged omission, is that he was in Brockton and um, Abington. They don't have him stopping anywhere in those areas, as far as the police report says. Um, he did say that he took his son out twice on um, the second. He is on home confinement. Listen to this he has part. A bracelet on him. Um, there's this is a violation has been um, noticed of him. So if he um, leaves here, he will, there's a federal detainer. He will be taken to federal court. And I would suggest that on the bail violations in federal court, the appropriate place to decide those conditions of release is, is in federal court. I would ask uh, for low bail or no bail and to let the federal courts um, decide this. Um, he's not going anywhere. 
He hasn't gone anywhere since January 1st. He's been in the house. That's true. He's been in the house with police almost 12 hours a day. I've been at the house with him with police for at least eight hours a day. Well, not yesterday, but um, yesterday the police were at his house and he was at my home. Um, but Friday and Saturday I was at his house for at least eight hours um, with police officers present. So it's not that he's been there changing evidence um, or... Oh, yeah. That doesn't. That's not a red flag. He neglected to, to mention that he went to Abington and Brockton, and that he neglected to mention that he was at a Home Depot. I suggest on those charges, for, um, a regular person, as everybody has to be treated, um, that that would be a no bail situation. That, with respect to violation of conditions of his federal bail, that is most. Yeah, because that's not. You know, it's also, um, and again, folks, um, good afternoon. That's his attorney. Yeah, no red flags there. He's sitting there. They're searching the outside. And then he's sitting there with his criminal defense attorney, Tracy Minor, who is a total pit bull. And I don't mean that in any way negative towards, towards Tracy. But, oh, yeah, that's comforting. There's someone, nothing to hide. As he's sitting there with his... He's fully cooperating as he's sitting there with his defense attorney. Yeah, that that's that's a concerned husband. You can see just where this thing. Wow, she's sitting there in the house with him. <laughs> this guy, unreal. What an absolute. First of all, he's also a complete idiot. You think you're going to pull this off on home confinement? While you're you have an ankle bracelet and home confinement, they're monitoring where you're going. They can monitor and never mind the surveillance. Where'd you go? Yeah, I went for ice cream. Oh, that's funny. We don't have you going for ice cream. We have you here at the Home Depot getting a mop and supplies. I mean, he is just a complete moron. Wow. What an absolute jerk. Whew. What an unbelievable turn of events. Hmm. Yeah, nothing unusual about that. Sure, he's just happened to be. Uh, he, so, again, what, what is also, this, this, and I'm not saying, you know, it should have been planned, but it clearly wasn't planned. Absolutely clearly wasn't planned out. He's going to the Home Depot afterwards. In order to, you know, get what he needs. As far as the tarp and the gloves and the other things that he was purchasing there. $450 worth of equipment. This is afterwards. This was So this was not, this sounds like something happened. And right then. Now, who knows? I have no idea. He looks like a drinker. Was the guy loaded? Was he on drugs? But that night, he decided to violently, obviously, kill her right there in the home. Folks, good afternoon at 153. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Again, you can always listen online at our website. It's DePietro.com. Right now. This portion of our show is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge. Folks, they're waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. So, uh, well, this is obviously, folks, the right now at 154. This is without question the news of the day. If you want to see some video, we were out there, Cohasset, the past, uh, well, over the weekend. I was there, and um, and this story where it's gone, it's it's uh, it's really just it's just terrible, and it, it, this is no longer. I mean, he he killed her. Now it's just a matter of sometime on Monday night or Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. I don't know, but they need to figure out where he brought the body in the tarp. It's just, I don't see any other way to interpret this. So they haven't revealed where they think he was. But I don't see, 
any other explanation of of where this was was going on or any other type of outcome that this could be put it that way it sure sounds like that's exactly what happened and um and now it's just a matter now the police notice they don't reveal that he's not going anywhere by the way they're going to keep him locked up and then i even think he's not even going to attempt to make bail because then if he makes bail, the feds are going to grab him and then they're going to hold on to him. So he's not seemingly, you know, Brian Walsh is not going anywhere. If he were to try to go somewhere, then they um, it, even as I said, my my as I had said, the, the threat of then. The feds grabbing him because he violated the conditions of his parole. I think that's enough to then just they'll just um, he'll just stay there. What's the point of putting up a five hundred thousand dollar cash bail if then they the feds swoop in and then they say, hey, you violated your parole. So now, you know, now he's not going he's not going anywhere. So that's that's what I believe, folks. So, folks, good afternoon at 156. Again, you can uh, see all of this on the website, dipetro.com. Again, dipetro.com. Brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Delicious lunch, dinner, or drinks. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. So just an incredible turn of events that what started out uh, with the missing persons case and now you have, and, and, and there's a lot that's there also. How about the fact that the defense attorney is inside the house with them? The defense attorney is inside the house with them. So that is, um, that is equally, oh yeah, he's being completely forthcoming as he's sitting there with his, uh, with his attorney. So no, there's, there's nothing. <laughs> the police knew. They knew now you're, that that's not how people behave. If he truly had no idea where she was, he wouldn't have his criminal defense attorney, Tracy Minor, sitting there in the house with him as the police are outside. And no, he didn't let them in the house. They had to get a search warrant from a judge to search it. So he's not tragically a good criminal. Uh, he, he's, the guy is, now there's no death penalty in Massachusetts. So instead, it church sounds as this is someone now, they're going to have to go through now, unless someone can reason with them saying, listen, you're not going to get out of here. The best you can hope for is going to be, um, you know, revealing where, what you did with the body that seemingly is I can't see any anything else that they could did you know what else could he offer so he's going to spend the rest of his life behind bars I don't know what's going to happen to those three children but between the fact that he got caught on the forgery to then the fact that he was being charged with looting the stuff from the father and then now, it to me, it sounds like then the final kicker was it's a new year and she's deciding, I think I want to try life with my three sons and we're going to live in Washington, D.C. And he can just leave her alone. And then that was the end of it. Folks, it's 1.59. Again, I am going to be doing Facebook Live later. It's you're listening to the John DePietro show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Again, there's more coming up. The two o'clock news. Enjoy this sunny Monday. But again, reporting the uh, the big breaking news with the Anna Walsh case, the husband they revealed they found bloody knife in the basement of the home with blood on it. And then also he had gone to the Home Depot last Monday. Enjoy this Monday and stay tuned for the two o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket, 